There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed full apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the WIM Podcast. Women in Influencer Marketing, or WIM for short, is a first-of-its-kind exclusive networking group made up of inspirational women. This podcast is where we explore influencer marketing, advertising trends, and get real about women in business. Our mission is to network, to foster leaders within this exciting industry, and to share information to make our work stronger. That's where this podcast comes in. We'll bring you fresh perspectives on timely topics facing the industry from expert voices in the space. Find us wherever you download podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim.com. All right, everyone, we have been talking about this for such a long time. We have been teasing you this premium membership, and it is finally released. So if you go to our website, IamWim.com, you will see a beautiful new site there. And I will tell you that if you are a listener of this podcast, you've been supporting us for quite a while before this new launch, before this new premium membership. And so as a huge thank you to that, we are going to be offering listeners who are also members of our private Facebook community a special offer that will be distributed for Black Friday. This will never be repeated. It will be the lowest price that we ever give And it's it's a huge thank you because you are not a new member. You are maybe a new premium member, but you've been out there and supporting us and and, you know, enjoying our community, some of you for years, because we're almost five years old. So again, this premium membership is really for those of you who want to take it to the next level and have really seen value in this community. You can see all the perks and benefits that we're offering on our page. But again, as an insider and someone who is listening to our podcast, you deserve a special treat. So make sure you're in our Facebook community. It's facebook.com slash group slash whim industry. And when you're in that group for Black Friday, we will be sending out a special offer just for you. And I can't reiterate enough, this is the lowest price it will ever be because it is our founding launch. Don't you want to be a part of it? And I can't tell you how excited I am. (laughs) So anyways, um, I love you all so much for listening. Thank you for finding this content valuable and um, really supporting the community that we're all a part of. We couldn't do it without you. An entrepreneur from a young age, Stephanie Carton walked away from her corporate career in 2012 to launch Socialfly, which is a leading social-first digital and influencer marketing agency based in New York City. Within eight years, Socialfly has been named to Inc. 5000's fastest-growing private companies two years in a row and has worked with over 200 brands, including the Girl Scouts, Con Air, 20th Century Fox, and Univision. Stephanie is a co-author of Like, Love, Follow, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Using Social Media to Grow Your Business, and the co-host of The Entrepreneur's Podcast. She's appeared and been featured on Bloomberg, Forbes, Entrepreneur.com, Refinery29, and Cheddar TV. She also is a recent recipient of Smart CEOs Brava Award, which recognizes top female CEOs in New York, and a Stevie Award for Women Run Workplace of the Year. We're so excited to have her on the podcast, a fellow podcaster, a fellow thespian. Welcome 
listen to the podcast stuff. First and foremost, thank you so much for being on today. Can you tell everybody where you are quarantining from? Oh my goodness, Jesse! Thanks so much for having me. This has been a long time coming. I am coming to you live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. We made a pandemic move and left New York City and are now working remotely down in Florida. Amazing. And New York City misses you. It will forever miss you. you. And, uh, you know, please don't hesitate to come back anytime. But I'm a Floridian. So man, can I appreciate some beautiful weather, especially when it's like the cold is just on the horizon and here in the Northeast. So enjoy that. Thank you. We'll send you I'll send you sunshine in the winter. But I will say you've been having better weather the past few days than we have the the sun finally came out, but we had a little tropical storm here while you had your 70 degrees. (laughs) So get out. The grass is always greener. (laughs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I am so excited to have you on today from one podcaster to another. And we're like, you know, in, in definitely in, in very similar spheres of the influencer space. I am so excited to sort of pick your brain on things that you've gone through, things that you've learned. And I know everyone listening is going to be really, uh, taking, should take advantage of this conversation. So, um, again, thank you for joining us. So in the intro to the podcast, we absolutely heard a bit about you and your journey, but that's on paper. I always love to hear in your own words, especially since your brand is the entrepreneurista, like talk to us a little bit about your professional journey and how you made it to where you are today. Oh my goodness. Where to begin? It's definitely been a Wild, exciting ride as an entrepreneurista. Um, I have always been obsessed with the latest trends as far back as I can remember. When I was, um, you know, in elementary school and middle school, I was selling pogs and then beanie babies. And I was just into these trending moments and figuring out how to make a business from it. So fast forward to um, my sophomore year at Cornell and this platform launches that everyone's talking about called thefacebook.com. And I remember I log in and I make an account and I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I think this is going to change everything I'm learning about in college and in these sales and marketing and business courses that I was in. Now, I wasn't quite sure how back then, but I always stayed on the forefront of social media and I was just completely obsessed with it. So now we'll fast forward again to, uh, you know, after college, I'm working in corporate America and I have a lot of friends who decide they want to start businesses and they're reaching out to me asking for help with sales and marketing strategies because of my background. And I start sharing with them, you know, you have to start using social media. This is going to be the way of the future. So I start taking on some clients on the side of my full-time job and quickly realize this is not an after work activity. This could be a real business. And Courtney, my business partner, and I met through a mutual friend who's also an entrepreneur, and we decided to partner together on the side. We were working nights and weekends for about 10 months, taking on these um, client projects on the side before we said to each other, okay, if this is going to be a real business and we're going to grow this agency, we either have to go all in and do it or not do it at all. It was just too much to be working full-time during the day and then trying to you know, make this side hustle really big just on the weekends and at night. And it was super exhausting, even though we were young and naive then and had so much energy. (laughs) So we said, all right, we're going to do it. We quit our corporate jobs on the same day, which was May 4th of 2012. And we never looked back. We started growing our agency social fly 
and have been nonstop ever since. And what a cool journey. Tell us what was your corporate life like? Because I want to sort of fully understand what that transition felt like to you. Yeah. So um, I first worked for Marriott Vacation Club doing sales when I graduated from college. Um, I was in the hospitality program at Cornell and I had interned for Marriott going into my senior year of college. So um, I was lucky in the fact that I knew I had a job as soon as I graduated. So I didn't have to spend my senior year um, interviewing for jobs. They they said they wanted me to come back and sell for them. So I first um, worked down in Florida, actually, um, selling for Marriott. And then I was recruited by another hospitality company and came up to New York in, what year was that? I've lost track of time with this pandemic, 2008. And then um, I worked for Jet Setter and also Spa Finder uh, doing sales. And it was while I was at Spa Finder that I was doing the social fly as a side hustle on the side before, before going all in on this business. I love it. And so, you know, you, you have a business partner, which uh, I'm sure is helpful. I, I, you know, to start everything by yourself and an entrepreneur's journey alone is certainly different from an entrepreneur with a partner. Um, Talk to us a little bit about just, you know, your, your journey together and, and, you know, who's the yin and who's the yang. The great thing (laughs) with our business partnership, I mean, there's a lot of great things, but the first thing is that we have completely opposite skill sets. And I think this is something that's so important. If you are going to go into business with someone, there's no need for the two of you to do the exact same thing. Courtney and I have really been able to divide and conquer. So from day one, I was always focused on business development and marketing the agency. And Courtney was focused on finance and operations. Those were both of our backgrounds and we were able to just lean into what our strengths were. Um, so for you know the listeners that are you know deciding do you want to, you know, have a business partner? How do you pick the right business partner? You know, should you go into business with a friend? That's another thing. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of things to think about, but you definitely want to be sure that you are have the ability to do different things. The other thing that's extremely important, and this took time, is making sure you're really able to communicate with one another. And there's going to be tough conversations as business partners. You know, ha- having a business partner really is like having a marriage. You know, you need to have an operating agreement. You need to be able to have these tough or fierce conversations with each other that might feel uncomfortable, but you have to have them. Um, Otherwise, it's hard to move forward and make decisions. Um, And then the third thing that I think is extremely important is making sure you have the same vision and are aligned and have the same goals moving forward. You know, Courtney and I have been through so much over the past. Again, I've lost track of time with this pandemic nine years. What year are we in? 2020. Um, And, you know, our lives have changed. Um, We've both been through, you know, ups and downs personally. And we've always been there for each other, no matter what. I mean, I was I was on bed rest for 17 weeks during my pregnancy and out of the office, you know, you can't really you can't plan for some of these things, but there are things that you can put in place to plan in case something, an event like this can happen. Um, And that's why communication is just so, so important. 
It is. I mean, and you know, you're going to evolve and change as people over the course of, you know, nine plus years of being in business with each other. And, um, and so, you know, it's interesting that you say, you know, your life goals even change and, and, you know, maybe you start a family or maybe you move or maybe, you know, you get sick or something. I mean, God forbid, but you know, just life changes and life throws things at you. And as an entrepreneur, chances are, you know, you feel these things in your business and you feel your business in your personal life because it's just more intertwined. Um, And so, you know, to have that like underlying level of trust, I would say communication, I definitely can echo that. But um, yeah, just also uh, kind of building in these these um, barriers, I guess, like you were mentioning, like if something does go awry, like how can we work with that? Like how can we get through it together? So that's huge. I love that, you know, beyond the beyond social fly, which I'm so excited by the way that someone in WIM has started working with you guys and our recruiting went so well with you guys. I'm so excited to build the WIM and social fly family. That's so cool. Um, it's, it's also so cool to see what you've built as like a personal brand as well. I mean, you guys have a podcast, you have just, you have so many different, it's like in my mind, different entities and different parts of the business. And that mm-hmm. fascinates me. We've talked about this a bit on our podcast as, you know, a, a entrepreneur or a woman in business, how important the challenges and everything. Should I worry about my personal brand? Should I, how much do I invest in that versus the business, you know, in an influencer capacity, it's, is there a conflict of interest or does it help me? Um, and I've, I've definitely heard all sides of it. I certainly have my opinions and I'd love to hear yours and just your journey of, um, yourself and your, and your personal branding versus your business branding. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll share a little evolution of how Entreprenista came to be and how that's tied into um, both my personal brand and Courtney's personal brand. So because of the success of our agency, Social Fly, we had so many female founders, women leaders reaching out to us all the time, asking us to go out to coffee, wanting to pick our brain, wanting to for us to share advice. And I'm the type of person that likes to help absolutely anyone and everyone, especially if they're looking for help to grow their business. I'm just so passionate about helping other women. But we realized that if we were to go out to coffee with everyone that reached out, we would never have time to run our core business, which is our agency, Socialfly. So we started thinking, you know, how can we do this and help as many people as possible and really do this at scale? And not just share our story, but share the story of so many women founders and leaders because they have so much incredible advice to share. And this way, these women can learn from all of these women and all of their stories. So that was our idea to start the Entreprenista podcast. Um, Really, it was just a passion project for us to help people and um, do this at scale. And that launched in November of 2018. And it really took off right away. And I think for two reasons. The first, um, you know, we own a marketing agency, so we knew how to market the podcast, build a community. And two, we were creating really great content. Um, These women had just incredible stories to share, just like the women who are sharing their stories on your podcast and people want to share that content. So then, you know, we started doing surveys of our audience and they started sharing with us. They wanted more content. They wanted more information. So now we've really built out Entreprenista into a full 
successful media company, not just our podcast. So we're doing so much more now in these, you know, virtual lunches with entrepreneurs and we have our Slack channel and our website. So now this, you know, side project, passion project has turned into another new business, um, which has been super exciting. And then, you know, it's really, Entreprenista has really become part of both my personal brand and Courtney's personal brand. You know, when people think of me or Courtney, they think of Entreprenista just from the content that we continue to create and put out each week. And it's also just so near and dear to our heart because as I shared, we just love helping women entrepreneurs. Like we've been through all of it. We've been through the shit. We've been through, trust me, we've been through all the hard times we've made all of the mistakes and we want to just, we really want to help others. So, you know, back to your question about building a personal brand and do you do it? Do you just focus on the business? I truly believe at the end of the day, because of course I have my own personal Instagram account too. And so does Courtney at the end of the day, people want to do business with people that they know that they trust and that they can relate to and build a real relationship with. So if you are putting out content every day or every week and it's real and it's authentic and it's who you are and you're still able to tie that back to your business, I believe it's only going to help your business and it's going to help your business grow. Now, it's time consuming. It takes a lot of work. It's definitely not easy. But I think if you have a plan and you have a strategy and you are real and authentic, the rewards are definitely there. So let's get specific about that because let's say someone listening, they're like, okay, I'm sold. Like to your point, it's only going to help your business. Um, How do you balance it all? Like, how do you, like, when do you shoot content? What do you have? Do you do, you know, think of it ahead of time? Do you have a content calendar? Like, cause you're juggling a lot of things. How do you accomplish all of it? Oh my God. That's a really great question. So it's, it's, you need really great people on your team to help you because if you try to do everything yourself, it's, it's very time consuming. It's, it's a lot of work. So I can share that. Like if we're talking specifically about Instagram, so for my personal Instagram, so my at Steph Jill Carton Instagram, right up until now, like I've been doing everything on there. I mean, still now I do everything on there. So I take my photos of myself, my daughter, my husband will take stuff. Sometimes he's that Instagram husband. I'm like, please, can you take a picture? He's like, I'm not taking any more photos. I'm sure we can all relate. (laughs) Um, And I write all my captions and it's very personal because for me, it's so important for it to be extremely authentic. Now, when we were, you know, working out of our New York city office and it was easier to do, you know, photo shoots in person with our team, um, we would shoot a lot of content like for Entreprenista and then for myself and for, for Courtney there. Um, now that we're down here, I actually have someone that's going to come over and shoot some content for me um, in a couple of weeks, because as you said, like I'm, we're all juggling a lot of things and it's much easier if you can just shoot a lot of stuff ahead of time and plan it out. So you're not thinking of it every single day. Um, because that's what I was saying up until now, I I've really just done everything myself, at least for my personal Instagram and my personal brand for entrepreneurista, we have a whole plan and content calendar and schedule and our amazing Adele and our team manages everything and coordinates, um, all of the content creates all of the content and has a whole plan and schedule. 
Um, and you know, for your business, I obviously highly recommend that. And same on the social fly side, we have a team member that's focused on that. And so talk to us about like how intertwined everything is, because, you know, you talked about how this started up as a passion project, which in my mind is like so necessary because that like, how else is something going to have longevity? If you get tired of talking about it, like you have to be passionate about it for it to continue. And so you start this as a passion project. Um, but it's, it's related to, you know, it's, it's very, it sounds like it's something that both of you were passionate about and it came up constantly because people are like, let's go to lunch. Let's talk mm-hmm. about this. I want to learn. So let's take it in a different form. Let's do a podcast, then a website, then this, that, the other, but like how intertwined are they? Are they really, are they separate and that you're monetizing them separately? Are your social fly clients saying, you know, oh, I love that you have this. Obviously you're practicing what you preach. So I, I feel like I know your work really well. It's sort of like a, a portfolio, a modern day portfolio of sorts. How are they all connected? Yeah. I mean, there it's very connected now. There is so much overlap and synergy on both sides. Um, so entrepreneurista and social fly legally are separate entities. Now they're separated just so we can run operations separately and keep everything clean, which again, I recommend when running a business, you want to, you definitely want to do that. Um, but there is so much synergy. So, you know, a lot of the women who we have on the podcast, once they learn about what we're doing in social fly, many of them are like, Oh my gosh, like, can we, can we talk more? because our team needs your services. And then many of them end up becoming social fly clients, which is absolutely wonderful. We have brands that reach out to us because they know we have this audience of women and many of our employees are also women and that's their target audience. And they want to work with us at social fly because of that. Um, and we have this built-in reach now through entrepreneurista media. So there is so much synergy there and For us, you know, it's just so fun and exciting to really just see how everything has evolved and just evolved so organically, like similarly to uh, social fly, like we never raised money, we bootstrap social fly, Um, we grew organically, same with entrepreneurista, you know, we, again, started as a passion project, you know, bootstrapped everything just, we're super scrappy, and it's just grown organically. So the hustle is real. Just keep going and you figure it out as you go along. <laughs> Absolutely. Spoken like it's true entrepreneur. <laughs> and so how has your business changed in 2020? I can't imagine. I mean, there's uh, very few people have been able to have a business that has not changed in this year. So how has yours changed? Yes. Our business has changed so much. And I think we've been able to find so much good in everything that has happened. Of course, you know, it's obviously horrible for, you know, many people have lost jobs and gotten sick and lost loved ones. Like that is what has happened is so unfortunate. We are fortunate in that we've been able to just make the best of everything. Given the circumstances I can share back in, you know, March when everything first started to happen and there was just so much unknown. I mean, there's still unknown now, but there was a lot of unknown and uncertainty in March. I was terrified for our business, for our health and safety. And it was paralyzing for me those first few weeks. And, um, 
you know, we quickly, of course, you know, shut down our office, had everyone start working remotely. Um, we had to figure out all new operating procedures for our business. Um, you know, we found a new IT company to help with everything that turned into a partner of our podcast now because their service was so great that um, they've now partnered with us because everyone needs IT solutions. So we have really just leaned into this remote work culture and made the best of it. Um, we launched another new business because of it. Um, I don't know if you um, saw the other business, we launched our DigiCard business, but back in um, April and May, we realized that our team meetings were just becoming really dull. They weren't as exciting. Everyone was on mute and scared to jump in and have conversations. So Courtney and I had one of our brainstorms and said, like, how can we make these meetings better? What can we do? And as true entrepreneurs, you know, we're always trying to make things better and find new solutions. So we designed these meeting cards, virtual meeting cards to, um, called DigiCards to help make our team meetings more engaging and fun. We sent them to our team. Our meetings got so much better. We're like, okay, this could actually be a business. Let's launch this and test this and see if it works. So now we have a whole separate business selling DigiCards. Um, and we have a new team member that's just focused on that. So that goes back to my advice again, you know, you have to divide, divide out and conquer because it's hard um, if everyone's like just doing a little bit of everything. But you do, but you have to have good ideas. And man, you guys have good ideas. I have seen that, you know, digit cards on um, a couple of your Instagram accounts. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, <laughs> I love them. It's such a cool idea. It's, it's, man, the best, some of the best entrepreneurs, like they listen and react quickly. Right. Um, yep. and in an, uh, in a uh, climate like quarantine, your salute, your solutions driven and you're, you're solving a problem that so many people are going through, um, and just trying to make people's lives better. I feel like that inevitably will have legs as well. Um, because you're just, it, I don't know. It's sort of what whim is all about. Even it's just like all of us supporting each other, all of us like being there to help, um, being selfless and just doing like, it's like group think as well. Yeah. Um, so it's so cool that you guys have that. So here's a question about influencer marketing that I all have right. for you. So we talked a little bit about 2020. Let's talk about 2021. Thank goodness. We're only a couple months away from it. I, I feel like the the world is going to only change for the better, man. We can't, we can't get any worse than what this year has been. So we're thinking optimistically. Yes. <laughs> How would you like influencer marketing to change in 2021? Are there any trends you'd like to see different or, you know, anything, anything that you would really be pleased to see next year? So, you know, and I thought we were going to see more of this this year, but I think Things have just been so crazy and budgets have all changed over the year. And um, with influencer marketing this year, obviously campaigns have really had to shift because everything had to be extremely sensitive to the pandemic. Um, but what I see is very successful and working very well for not only brands that we work with, but other brands I follow as well, is really leaning in and working with these like nano niche micro-influencers because they really do have the right audience for specific brands. So, you know, I say to clients all the time, like, who cares if someone only has a thousand or 1500 followers, if they are all the exact audience that you're looking to reach, that's 1500 people 
who have now just found out about your brand that are in your exact target demographic, you don't need to go work with an influencer who has a million plus followers all over the world and only, you know, organically a small percentage of their audience is actually going to see it. And now you don't even know what percentage is going to see it unless you put ad spend. But if you really lean in and work with these nano influencers and make them ambassadors to your brand. So they're constantly talking about your products and services. I think that's where brands are going to start to see real success. And, and how are they going to see success? Because success can be, you know, measured in so many different ways. You know, I, I've certainly seen that as well, but I'm not the expert marketer that you are. So if you have, you know, someone from a brand who's listening to this episode right now and they're like, oh, nano influencers. I mean, yeah, that sounds interesting. It's all about quality versus quantity per se. Like, so what, what would success, what could success look like to them working with that type of influencer? So I think the first thing you have to do is define success. So, and what is success to you short-term for the brand and long-term? So are you looking specifically for content creation? Are you looking for app downloads? Are you looking for clicks to a website so then you can retarget people? Um, Are you looking for long-term brand partnerships? So you really need to define like what are your specific goals and then design the campaign or campaigns to achieve those specific goals. And you might not be able to achieve and you likely can't achieve all of those goals in one specific campaign. Um, The other thing that we really like to do is, you know, build these ambassador programs to start building these relationships with these influencers or ambassadors where you build these real one-to-one relationships and genuine connections where they become your real brand evangelist. Just having an influencer do a one-off post and post on their feed, it's like, who cares? Like they're posting about a ton of different things. You as a brand, you want to be showing up as part of that influencer or ambassador's daily life or lifestyle. So their followers really get to know you and your brand. Um, So again, just going back, define what your goals are. What would success look like to you? Is it that content creation? Is it building these long-term relationships? Is it clicks to a website or app downloads? And then work backwards to design the campaign to achieve those specific goals. And are there a couple quick tips that you could give people listening um, who like they hear you and they're like, I want to establish these long-term relationships. Absolutely. But, you know, I would assume from any business person's perspective that they're going to be like, you know, that costs money, like long-term this, that, and the other, maybe they're trying to be more bootstrapped or they don't have the money, what have you. What, what are some of the, so what are some ways that they can think about uh, implementing a more long-term relationship? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it starts with finding some of these influencers that might already be using your products and services and searching for those people because they're already talking about you. So now if you can form a more formal partnership with them, they're already excited about your brand. You're not first having to send them your products or have them test out your services to try. You already know that they genuinely care about you or your business. So there's definitely software out there where you can search for people that are talking about your brand or your services. Um, You know, you can also search hashtags on Instagram or on other platforms and just search for mentions of your brand and see who's, um, 
see who's talking about you, and then just reaching out and starting these direct one-to-one conversations. Obviously, at Socialfly, we do this all day long for our clients. They hire us to do this because it is, as you know, very time-consuming, and it's a it's a lot of work and managing an influencer campaign, even a micro-influencer campaign. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of logistics involved. It's definitely not easy, and that's why that's why all of us have businesses or jobs in influencer marketing right now. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we have a big event coming up. Speaking of, you know, what influencer software to even use um, on December 1st of this year, we're doing influencer tech demo event um, where we're bringing, I'm like such a software geek. I love tech and I love influencers. So we've got some incredible tech companies in the space and we're putting together an event so that like you can just sit and see all the cool tech that's out there that can help support the great work that you're doing. But are there any like specific shout outs that you can give to like tools that you use currently or have used that you're just like, this has my seal of approval. I really believe in this product. So I feel like we've used at this point, like every single influencer software that's out there or a lot of them. Um, I will say though, and and tell me, you know, your feedback and it looks like we're going to need to come to this demo day. I didn't even know about it. So hopefully our (laughs) team knows. Um, But we still haven't found the exact platform that does absolutely everything like the one-stop shop for everything you need from contracting to invoicing to payment to search etc cetera, etc cetera. I think a lot of the platforms or softwares have you know bits and pieces of everything and some have are better than others um, but again we're getting pitched new software from all the all the companies every day all the best ones and there's a lot there's I mean as many great ones as, as there are out there there are like 10 more cropping up every few months um, that's been my experience your experience has been my experience as well which is like some of them come so close <laughs> to doing the things that you need them to do so you pull the trigger on one but there's there's everyone's use case is slightly different. I think that is mainly the issue. Um, A lot of the people at our event, they do things fantastically, but I have found the same thing if I'm being completely transparent and I've taken almost every demo out there. Um, And so, yes, this event will be super interesting because, you know, look, if, if it's not out there, like maybe one day you and I are going to create it (laughs) because we know it needs to be done and, and it needs to get created. So let's do it. Um, We ask this of everybody on the podcast. I'm so excited to ask you, what would you tell your younger self uh, that you think would have given you a professional or a personal advantage today? So I was thinking when you sent me this question ahead of time, I was really trying to think about what my answer would be for this, because there's a few things I think about. And one of them is something that was, was already part of my life. So I grew up doing theater when I was younger. So Same, I had experience. By the way, I knew that's what, there's something I was like, we get along too well. Yeah. There's some connection. Love a theater, a theater girl. Love a theater girl. Go on. Don't mean I, so yeah, I mean, I, I grew, I grew up on stage performing and just being able to be in front of an audience and have that rush and that thrill of standing up and performing. I actually wanted to go to school for musical theater, but at the time I wasn't allowed. So I ended up going to school for business. So fine. But in business, you're basically 
always performing, right? You're constantly presenting, you're in front of um, clients, you're in front of your team, you're now in front of influencers. Um, so, you know, the skills that I learned by, you know, being in, very involved in musical theater as a child, I never knew how important those skills would be in the in the business world. So, you know, to the parents that are that are listening to this and thinking about extracurricular activities for their children, I mean, th those skills are just invaluable. So, I definitely think performance is extremely important. What a great answer. I love that. And look, we're a, a female focused group too. It's the amount of confidence that that builds and just being able to get up in front of a group and own the room. Um, those are life skills. Those are business skills, but life skills specifically. So I love that answer. That's so good. Look, I, we can continue chatting for the longest. Um, you're definitely, you're in our Facebook group. So women who are listening that are in the private Facebook group can actually can definitely reach out that way. Um, but for others who may want to reach out more personally, what's the best way that everyone can, can reach you? Sure. So you're welcome, of course, to find me on Instagram, send me a DM on at Steph Jill Carton, C-A-R-T-I-N. And then our Instagram for the Entreprenista podcast is at entrepreneurs and then socialfly is at socialfly our website for socialfly is socialflyny.com so for any brands that are listening and if you need help with influencer marketing campaigns we'd love to chat um, so head over to socialflyny.com and anyone is welcome to send me an email as well so Steph at socialflyny.com. Happy to connect with anyone. Guys, she's giving you her email address. She really wants to connect. I appreciate that. Someone who is given that information out is a genuine networker. Um, and that's what we are all about. So it's been such a pleasure genuinely having you on today. I wish you all the best. And uh, thanks again. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you everyone so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. We love comments. So comment on this podcast and we may shout you out on our next episode. Join us next time and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed full apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m. Ba -ba -ba -ba.